There's a mitzvah in Sukkot. We know of taking the Arab minute. But let's show us another interesting aspect to the mitzvah, which might not be as well known. And that is, we know that every Yom Tov, there's a mitzvah with the rice of Simchus Yom Tov. Even today, it's a mitzvah the rice. The question is how a person fulfills that, whether it's with meat, with wine, whatever it is that makes a person happy, but there's a mitzvah the rice to be happy, to celebrate Yom Tov. How important is that mitzvah the rice? So I'll tell you, Lamdus Shachakira, that the Baal Halacha likes to discuss. And that is, if a person is holding by Pesach, somebody doesn't have too much money. And you come and ask a shayla. Wine he managed to get, matzahs also somehow, but now he only has a few pennies left. And it's going to be a question of buying maror or buying meat for yom tov. What should he do? So everyone will think, oh, what's the question? Say the knack of that maror, how can it be? You have a mitzvah to eat maror. That's true. But it's only a mitzvah de rabbanon. Whereas eating meat might be a mitzvah de rice. And if that's the case, I'm not saying this is the halacha of the maizu, there are other factors too, but at least for the discussion of the halacha, it would be a good argument to say, you have to buy the meat. You have a mitzvah de rabbanon to eat maror and a mitzvah de rice to be happy. So we see the importance given to Sinchus Yantus. And when we come to Sukkot, then we find an extra din, a second din of Simcha. The Pasuk says, You must take yourself on the first day of Sukkot, the Esrog, the Lulav, Hadassim, Aravas, and what do you do with them? And you're going to be happy with them in front of Hashem for seven days. So the mitzvah of taking Aramidim, I'm taking them usmachtem refnei Hashem. I'm taking them to be happy. Firstly, that's really interesting to us. It's not just a mitzvah to take the Arabinim, wave them around and put them down. It's a mitzvah to be happy with the Arabinim. And it's a mitzvah to raisa. Usmachtem refnei Hashem elakeichem shivas yomim. The seven days of circus, we're happy with Hashem, with the Arabinim. And if that's the case, there's two mitzvahs of Simchus Yantaf and Sukkos. The one is the meat and the wine, and the regular dinim, which bring a person happiness, which really apply to every Yantaf. But now there's a new mitzvah too. There's a mitzvah of Simcha with your Arvimenim. There's a mitzvah of Simcha with the, by shaking the lulav. And what you want to try and understand is how does shaking the lulav bring a person to Simcha? What's the second simcha that a person is meant to feel by taking the Arab So there are those who say it very simply that they, you know, four beautiful trees or branches and the person enjoys looking at them, the person enjoys holding them. Uh, it sounds like a, something a little bit too simplistic. There must be more depth to it than that. Let's have a look, maybe a little bit of a deeper reason that the Midrash gives to the Arabian and understand the idea of a smart of Hashem and Rakech. And they made a Midrash and they're all well known about what the Arabian represents. The one I want to talk about tonight is a Midrash which says 
that the aluminium represents four parts of the human body. The hadasim represents a person's eyes. The aravis represents a person's mouth. The lulav represents a person's spine. And the esra represents a person's heart. And the question is, what's special about these four organs? Now, these are the ones we chose to find a reference to, or you know, the aluminium that we take. Why not other organs which are equally important to a person? What's special about these four? Especially since some of them, it's not even mitzvahs we do with them. How many mitzvahs does a person do with his spine? So what's the significance of these four organs in the body that we bring them together in Aramid? And the answer is, we've mentioned this before, but I just want to elaborate a bit better. The answer is that they represent the four ways that a human being is different to an animal. Animals can also eat and see and breathe and walk and whatever else they do. But there's, not, there's certain areas where a human being is, has, is different, has certain abilities an animal doesn't have. And the Aramidim focus on these areas where the human being is intrinsically different to an animal. Let's discuss them one by one. The obvious one to talk about first is the Arava, which represents a person's mouth. And we know that Reading from the Torah, the definition of a human being is as a medaber, as someone who is able to talk. Animals make, might make sounds, but what we call speech is the ability to convey what I'm thinking, to, con- to convey an idea, and that's only able, possible for a human being. So we have our robbers represent the person's mouth, because that's an area which is unique to a person. Similarly, the esrog represents a person's heart. Animals have a heart too. Animals also have a circulation system and their heart pumps blood. We're talking about the heart of a person. We mentioned this many times. We're talking about the ruach of a person. The ruach, which the Zara tells us is centered in the heart. The ruach of a person, which gives a person personality, gives him identity, gives him a sense of self, gives him bechira, the ability to choose. All these things are uniquely human. All of these qualities find no parallel in the animal world. And if that's the case, if that's the case, so that's the second area which is special to the person, special to the human being, which is represented by the esrog. The third one, the lulav, represents the person's spine. The morale already tells us that one of the areas where a human being is unique is that he stands erect. Animals all walk on all four, they're bent over. Only a human being stands straight. And the reason for that is because an animal which has a nefesh, it's like the Pasuk says, the nefesh is eredes lemat laaretz. The nefesh also comes from the, pulls, pulls, this comes from beneath, below, and if it pulls the animal down, so he's bent over. Whereas a human being has a ruach which is it's something which is connected to something more spiritual than the person, something which pulls him up. If that's the case, there's a force which is pulling the person up also, not just pulling him down. And that's why persons are able to reach higher, to stand straight. 
and therefore the spine, which is the example of the person standing erect and tall, is also unique to a human being. And lastly, the adasim, present the eyes. Animals can see, and can see better or more sharp or more greater distance than people. But there's another element to seeing as well. And that is, maybe we aren't in the level, but there is the idea of Racha Kodesh. There is the idea of Nevo. There is the idea of being able to see spiritual things. Which obviously is something which is unique for a person. There are times in Chazal where it talks about animals sensing spiritual things, but they can't see. Whereas, whereas a person who's on the level is able to see. He's able to see uh, Ruchnius as well. And then again, it's only because a person has a connection to the world of Ruchnius that he's able to perceive and see it. Whereas someone who has no connection, something which has no connection to the world of Ruchnius, unfortunately most people today are in that category too, so that it's something which they aren't able to see. So these are the areas of the uniqueness of a human being. Again, his ability to speak, his ability to have an identity and have Bechira, his ability to stand tall, and his ability to see Ruchnius. And now what's the mitzvah of the Arab meaning? We bring all these things together. We bring all these things together. And the point of that is, so to speak, what exactly we say in Nishmas. Ki the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a human being these unique qualities is because these are the ways that a person is going to interact with Hashem. The ability to speak is really the ability to talk to Hashem. The ability to have Bechira is to choose to do what's right. The ability to stand straight is the ability to, like we said, stand straight, is in order to be able to bow to Hashem. And the ability to see Ruchnius, obviously, is to be under, is understand, to be shown, if we deserve it, what Hashem wants us to see. And therefore, the, those areas where a person is unique are areas which, are, which is, are, meant, are meant for a person to use to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we do. When we daven, when we learn Torah, we're using our speech. We're using our speech as a way to talk to Hashem. That's one mile that a human being has. Like we said, the person's identity is Bechira, so it's meant to be used, Bechart Bechayim. If we be zeichet to be, be able to see Ruchnius, then for sure, that's, a, that's an element which you meant to use to be able to perceive, to, to see, to understand the world of spirituality. And therefore bringing the four, these four minim together, is meant to bring a person to the realization that I have to harness all those kaychas that Hashem gave me. 
all the different elements in the body which are unique for the person, you have to bring them together and do what with them? Not just to use them to serve Hashem, but them Hashem to use them to be happy in front of Hashem. What's the new happiness? What's the new happiness? This happiness of the Arabian. So this is something which we see lots of times in the Davani, lots of times in Tanakh. And that is, when we talk about serving Hashem, one of the fundamental conditions in that is the willingness, the happiness that that whatever item it is has to serve Hashem. We're talking about the sun and the moon. This, let me say, they rejoice, they're happy to do what Hashem wants them to do. They're happy when they go out, they're happy when they come back. The fundamental point is that serving Hashem has to be Basimcha. Not only that, the Zara says, talking about the Avayla, the Kongodal, Yom Kippur, that when the Kongodal wants to go into Kodesh HaKadoshim, to, to bring the Kateris, so on the one hand, uh, he's trembling with fear. Any step wrong, any slight mistake, he's going to be Chayav Mesa. But says the Zayar, he has to also go in Basimcha. Because always the Chayav Mesa fun of. Serving Hashem has to be with the element of Simcha. And if that's the case, we want to harness all the parts of our body. And we want to bring them and use them to serve Hashem. There's one more condition. That I'm happy to use it to serve Hashem. I want to share with you a mashallah I once said. Imagine a person wants to build a new house. Money is not an option. He wants to build the most perfect, exquisite, beautiful mansion as possible. So he calls in the best contractors he can find. And they tell him, listen, if you want, we have to get marble from Spain. We have to bring in furnishings from the Far East. We have to buy wood from this place and uh, the glass fixtures from that place. And all the different materials they're going to use, each one has the place in the world where it has the best products in this area. It will import especially. Everything is assembled. The strongest cement, the best uh, so to say, bricks, everything is ready to build. There's one ingredient that they need, and that is regular water. Without water, you can't mix the cement, you can't, you can't begin to build. And therefore, as good as all the other tools are, the last element which is necessary to combine them, to mix them, and to make them usable is water. It doesn't have to be anything special. That's a, a, water is water, and that will make, make all the other things usable and help them, so to speak, build the dream mansion that the person was trying to build. The water is the happiness. We can have everything else. We can have all the elements which bring us closer to Hashem. We have all the faculties which we can use to serve Him. We can have all the people which could we could combine to become a formidable force of Kedusha. But what's going to bind it together and what's going to bring us to utilize them all to serve Hashem is Simcha.
You know when a person gets, when a couple gets married, each one has tremendous madness. Each one has wonderful madness. Tremendous ambition. But there's one thing they need in order to be able to combine and work together and produce that bias nama to build that beautiful family. And that is simcha. And that's what the special means of the misamecha v'kala. Because the, the simcha is like the water which causes the, everything else to mix and to stick together. Combines them into into a unit which brings all the good points, all the matters to the front. And it's the same thing over here. When we're going to line up all the faculties Hashem gave us, our mouths and our eyes and our hearts and our ability to stand straight in front of Him. We can be the perfect of the Hashem. But it needs one more point. And if you're going to be happy to do that, then it's going to combine all the all the Hashem gave you into a something which will become the basis for creating an Hashem. And that's the new Simcha of Sokas. Then we say this in Nishmas every day. Remember we say Nishmas? It's an expression of gratitude. It's an expression of happiness. And then we talk about uh, if we had all the perfect parts of the body. If our mouth was full of song as the sea and our arms span the heavens like the eagles and we could run faster than deer. We'd all be able to put it together. We wouldn't be able to do enough to thank you, Hashem. But nevertheless, even though we wouldn't be able to do enough to thank you, we come back and we say, we're going to do that. Every mouth will thank you. Every heart will fear you. Everyone will bend in front of you. Why? Because you might not have the ability to thank Hashem fully, but if we utilize all the kaychas that we do have, so that's also something which we can create. And Ever Hashem is going to be able to thank Him, is going to be able to praise Him. What's necessary for that is the simcha. That's what combines all the different parts into one unit. And that's within one person, the same you say applies. We're talking about the tzibur of people. The same you say applies, we're talking about a rabbim. So again, Within the Rabbim, there are tremendous qualities. There are tremendous resources. The water which is going to cause them to, mi- to blend and to mix and to work together is also the Simcha. And that was the uniqueness of Sukkot in the Beis HaMikdash. There was a Simcha in the day of Usmachtim. With Arba the day of And you'd be happy the seven days with your Arba and in the night, in the night, there was a simcha of Shaiva. The simcha of Shaiva was the simcha of the simcha of the water, the simcha of drawing the water. And that was everybody together. Klai Yisrael would gather in Besamekdash, and there would be the simcha of the simcha of Shaiva, which would unite them. The simcha, like we said, is the ability, like water, to bring things together. 
The koyach of Simcha was to bring the Ravim together. And therefore, just like the koyach of the Arabinim, within each person, is what's going to help him, so to speak, utilize all his koyachs to become an Eved Hashem. That's the Simcha on the individual level. Uh, which from the Arabinim. The same thing on the communal level. There was the Simcha of the Nisuch which combined Klal Yisrael into that level. That's why it says, Basilch Spes Sheva. So it's an experience where everybody felt a certain sense of Ruch HaKodesh, of something beyond what would normally have been possible. Because when you have the Simcha which combines the Rabbim, so you've built an edifice based on the building materials, based on the strengths of each individual. And that's a new point to the Simcha Asakas. It's not just a Simcha with Yom Tif, which is one mitzvah which you have on every Yom Tif. There's a special Simcha. The special Simcha of Usmachtam Pnei Hashem It's a Simcha of taking the Arabinim, all the different faculties that Hashem gave a person, and combining them into to become ever Hashem, and within the Beis Hamikdash, the Simcha of connecting the whole of Klai Yisrael through Simcha, that they should all become one force in Avodas Hashem as well.